What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is going to be no different. Stick around, and we're going to get started right now. Well, good to have you guys back. Uh, Guys, today we're going to talk about something that I think is hugely important. For those of you guys who've never been introduced to this podcast, for those of you guys who've never been introduced to me, welcome along for this ride. As an entrepreneur, before we even get into today's topic, y'all, I had to recognize that this topic that we're going to talk about today um, is the single most thing that I leaned into that changed everything for me as an entrepreneur. There's so many entrepreneurs, and we're six years along our full-time journey. Um, I'm still considered very new to this game, if you will, Uh, but I've learned a lot along the way. And so today, we're going to talk a little bit about the power of repurposing content. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, I read in a 2017 LinkedIn article, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but Aaron Agius writes, stagnant organic traffic is the last thing that you want to see when you're reviewing your metrics. But it is an issue that every marketer deals with at some point. Those dips and plateaus in traffic can come from industry changes, how your audience digests content, the amount and the quality of it, um, of any new content that you're producing or how relevant your older content is. Sometimes all your content needs is a little refreshing and repurposing to keep your audience interested. Now, before we get into the three power plays that I want to share with you guys when it comes to repurposing content, let me dispel a couple of myths. So many people, particularly as entrepreneurs, and I hear this all the time with the people that I get to coach, you know, I don't know what to put up. I don't know what to produce. I don't know what kind of content my audience wants. And I'm going to lean to you, and this is not one of the three things, so if you're taking notes, just listen to me for a second. This is not one of the three power plays. I just want to give this part to you. I want you to stop overthinking that. I want you to stop overthinking what do I produce And I want you to start thinking about and leaning into what do people need to hear? The reason why most entrepreneurs are struggling with, quote, what to produce or what kind of content do I even put up there? Forget about the the mechanisms that can get you to do it consistently. We're not even dealing with that right now. I'm just dealing dealing with the idea of what do I post, right? That has everything to do with what your target client needs. So for example, my target client on the personal development side of the equation, and for those that don't know, uh, I'm a coach in both the personal development space and the professional development space. Um, In the personal development space, we work with marriages and parents um, and helping them to lean into that and do it successfully. On the professional development side of the equation, we work with new entrepreneurs who are stuck and they cannot get out of their own way even if you paid them. So I just want to kind of give you an example of when I think about what do I produce, particularly in that personal development stage or, or side of the equation of what we do, here's what I'm thinking. What is my target client going through? Can I tell you all you have to do? You have to look no further than your own life. If you are a provider of information, if you are who you say you are and you're the person that can help people solve a problem in this area or that, here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest that you have to look no further than yourself. 
no further than what you're going through. Because in many cases, you probably are your own target client. And that's one of the reasons why it's made you so passionate about what you teach. The next thing, and again, we're not taking notes. I haven't given you the three power plays yet. I just need y'all to listen. The next thing you have, you have to really understand is that the reason many of y'all don't know what the post is because you've never asked them, what do they want to hear? And I just need y'all to understand this. This is not even in the notes for today's podcast. I need you to understand that until you can develop a way to engage your audience and ask them, ask them, literally, what are you going through? So, so, so just for instance, um, we host our, uh, we call them uh, the, the, in the Relationship Academy, uh, their group coaching calls for our parents, right? And, um, and we host them on Tuesday nights. And it's a group coach and a bunch of parents are getting in the room. One of the challenges is for me, I'm not actively parenting today. My children are grown, right? My oldest is 37. My youngest will be 28 in October. Here's the truth. Oh, 36. I'm sorry. She'll, she'd kill me if she hears this. I'm, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Uh, she's 36. But the truth of the matter is, is that they're grown. I'm not actively parenting them anymore. Now, now here's the other part. I've got grandchildren, that are as old as some people's children that they're parenting every day. Here, here's the real deal. The real deal is, is that I don't know what they need because I'm not living in that world daily. So you know what I practice? I practice asking, never assuming. Write that down somewhere. If you want to know what your target client needs, ask them. Do not assume. Y'all all know what assumptions do, right? Don't, don't be that person because most often, by definition of assumption, you'll get that wrong every single time. So I just wanted to give you guys that sort of overview, and we'll talk about this as we go. But I want to list out three power plays that I want you to consider. Again, we're talking about the power of repurposing content. Number one, it reaches new audiences. So let me do this. Let me help you understand. When I say repurposing content, right now as I'm doing this podcast, I am talking to an audience that is on Clubhouse. We have a room that we run daily. It's called Lessons Learned in Business. Uh, it, it runs Monday through Friday. And our goal there is to put uh, two kinds of people into one space, those who are figuring it out and those who have figured it out. And in that room, we talk about ideas, strategies, things that we're doing that have worked. And we're teaching and training people on how to get out of their own way in a very public kind of a way. But we've built a community there. So I'm talking to them as I'm recording this podcast. And I need y'all to hear this. I am recording a podcast while talking to an existing audience. I am actively right now preparing to repurpose this content. By the time you hear this podcast, it will be long after I've said this stuff live. There are two different audiences that have been affected. Those who were there in the room live that day and then you, the one who is hearing this by way of replay or by way of repurposing. And so when we talk about reaching new audiences, there is an audience that I'm curating in the podcast community and the podcast world that's hearing content that I've talked about now at this particular point, probably weeks ago, maybe even months ago, that's still relevant today. So when we're talking about reaching new audiences, I want you to understand this. Although your client can be found in some primary places, your target client has some places that they hang out. Repurposing content helps you to discover them in other places. Think about it. Think about yourself. Just because you're a professional doesn't mean you don't have a social life. 
I'm going to say that again. Just because you're a professional, maybe you're on LinkedIn professionally, it doesn't mean that you don't have a social life. It doesn't mean that you're not on Instagram. It doesn't mean that you're not on Facebook. It doesn't mean that you're not on Clubhouse. Here's the challenge. When we don't repurpose the content that we produce for a LinkedIn and then see what we can do to remix it so that it can make sense for another platform, we're missing the opportunity to reach our target client in other places. Number two. Number two, we're talking about the three power plays that you want to consider when it comes to the power of repurposing content. Number two is reinforcing your message. Here's what I know to be true. One of the biggest challenges that many entrepreneurs have is staying on message. Once you identify who you are, what you do, why you do it and who you do it for, here's what I know to be true. It is important to remember that the message needs to be reinforced in different ways creatively on different platforms. Again, that reinforcement of your message, you know what that does, y'all? It brings a ridiculous amount of clarity so that when you're showing up on another platform, people don't have to guess whether or not to do business with you or what it is that you do. I just recently got off of a discovery call uh, with a young lady who is going to be joining our uh, MAPS Masterclass. That's the professional development side of things that we do. And uh, she's going to be joining it for Q4. One of the biggest questions that she asked when she first got on that discovery call is, I need help getting the people that I'm talking to to purchase my products and services. I don't have a problem showing up. I don't have a problem with being uh, on message. I don't have a problem with the creativity. I don't have a problem with the systems. I don't have a problem with showing up and delivering. What I have a problem is, is that they don't buy. You know what I told her? I said, fundamentally, here's your only challenge. Your challenge is you're not talking to your target client. One, or your message isn't clear. And that's what we will help you drill down on because when that message get ridiculously clear and it's speaking to the pain points of that target client, here's what your target client will do. They'll sit up in their chair and they'll say, you know what? I don't know where this guy came from. I don't know where I found her, but I'm glad I did and I need to do business with this person immediately. I I need to sign up. And her next statement after that, y'all, we're three minutes into the discovery session. She said, where's the link? Like, where do I sign up? Because here's what I know. She's sat and she's listened to me long enough. And we can talk about this on another podcast. But my no like and trust factor has gone through the roof with this woman because she was a person that heard me on Clubhouse for weeks, months on end. And then she decided, I need what he does. Let me jump into a call with him. And now she's going to come into a program because I repurposed my, I reinforced my message. Number three. Number three is that, uh, and again, we're talking about the three power plays that I want you all to consider, uh, particularly when it comes to the power of repurposing your content, is that it improves organic visibility. Now, I'm going to talk about this for a quick second because I don't think that many people understand what this really, really, really means. Y'all, let me demystify social media for you really quickly. The game, listen to me very carefully because this is going to blow you away. If you're not sitting down, I need you to sit down right now. I need you to sit down, put your coffee down, stop the car, like pull over to the side. I'll give you a second. Do, 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 do. Okay, okay. You sitting down? Here's what I want to do. I want to demystify social media for you. The object of social media is to be social. Let that breathe. The object of social media is to show up 
and be social, meaning engage. And here's the challenge, particularly when it comes to content, particularly when it comes to repurposing. Years ago, I realized that every social media platform caters to authenticity. Every one of them. You name it, it caters, meaning the algorithm loves it when you're being yourself. And the reason why is because what that does is it causes you to show up for your target client as the real you, which resonates with the real them. And it causes them to say, you know what, let me come back again. And again and again, your your organic visibility is being proved, improved over and over again because you're being real. Here's the other thing. When you show up organically as uh, who you really are on brand and on message, it also increases your uh, visibility. It also increases. Listen, listen, when I show up consistently on the same message, speaking to the same pain point, dealing with the same solutions to different people, what I'm recognizing is that there's four and a half billion people on social media. I am never going to assume that the same person hears that message twice. Just because it's old to me doesn't mean it's not new to them. And, and that's the part of a mindset shift that you're going to have to challenge yourself on. Just because it's old to me, I'm tired of saying the same old thing. I'm t- First of all, that's the wrong message that you're sending to yourself. Stop getting tired about what you say you're passionate about. I'm going to suggest that you may not really be passionate about it. That may not be your one thing. You, sh- you may not need to be talking about that. I never get tired of helping people who are married figure out how to stay married for a long period of time. I never get tired of of helping parents and helping the light come on in their head when it comes to connecting to their kids. Those are areas of my life that I've mastered, and I've paid a price for that, y'all. I never get tired of talking about that, ever. I don't get tired of talking with new entrepreneurs about how to get out of their own way. You have to understand that by definition, I should never have been able to focus because I'm a high eye on the disc assessment and I don't do that well. The fact that I can do that to the point that I've produced what I've produced makes me so passionate, I many times can't even sleep at night. And it's been six years. (laughs) It was a lot of sleepless nights because my passion keeps me up. My why keeps me engaged. I hope this is making sense. The same piece of content here on Clubhouse can speak volumes to a person in an email blast, or even on a podcast. My name is Glenn P. Brooks Jr. I hope that I've been able to add value to you today. We'll be back in another episode. I hope you'll come along. I hope you'll invite a friend because at the end of the day, you cannot get to any place of significance, guys. We all need some help. Y'all be good and let's talk soon. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.